<laughs> podcasting from the Museum of Broadcast Communications in Chicago. Check out their new exhibit, Stay Tuned Rock on TV, now through April 2020. Also check out uh, the return of the Chicago TV Gallery with Bozo, Garfield, Goose, and more. If by and more, do you mean Zvenguli? That's right. <laughs> Just visit museum.tv and Friends is up next, but first take a listen to this other fine Opai show. Is it free kicks? Uh, not yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm Howard Sudbury. And I'm Steve Baskerville. On the next Back to You. What happens? You know what? We're going to find out who <laughs> is Bubbly Wobbly. Do we have to go there? Yes. You've got my attention on that one. That's on the next Back to You with Howard and Steve. Back to You with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. Back to You, an Opie show. Only on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is And Friends. But say it more like the following is a Tony Lasano podcast on the OPI Podcast Radio. <laughs> I forget the. Uh, All right, I'll hang try on, that. hang on. It's I'll, no, I'll, the following is a Tony Lasano podcast, an Opie show on the Radio Misfits podcast network. This is Anne Friends. All right, let me try that. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast, an Opie show on the Radio Misfits podcast network. This is Anne Friends. I don't know. I still don't like it. Can we show them how show me do? The following is a Tony Lasano podcast, an Opie show on the Radio Misfits podcast network. This is Anne Friends. I like that because it sounded kind of like the following is a Tony Lasano podcast, an Opie show on the Radio. Misfits Podcast Network. This is Anne Friends. I am Tommy. Uh, I'm currently casting and directing a couple of audio dramas, multiple, that's plural, audio dramas. Uh, and I've been refusing to wear jackets out in the snow. You're wearing a jacket right now. I am. I'm indoors. I'm not out in the snow. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. One of these days you're going to get hyperthermia. That's all I have to say on that. Well, I'm Kimmy, and <laughs> I'm having a real obsession right now with seaweed chips, and I like them way too much, and I have eaten 16 little snack-sized containers in about, like, uh, two days. So we have, have some issues, and I often collect some uh, stickers that I really like, but I never use them. I do have stickers on a lot of stuff, but not the ones I really like. They're in another box. Do you, do you have a sticker collection, then? Basically, it's like I have a sticker collection with my touring collection of things I get while I travel, along with those pennies you get at trips. Like, you know, when you go on little trips and you get those pennies that you can pay, like, 50 yeah. cents to change? Yeah, I have a whole bunch of that all together. I do have stickers on my laptop. I have stickers on different water bottles. But they're ones that I'm like, these are cool, but, like, I just had to suck it up and use them. Why? And I'm just, I don't, I feel like I don't want to, what if I get rid of the laptop? And then I get, I lose the stickers. So I keep the ones I really like not being used. Why don't souvenir pennies get counted for, like, destroying currency? Right? Well, you're paying 50 cents, I guess, so I'm going to consider it as you're paying to destroy it. Right, but you're still destroying currency. Like, if I pay you $20 to destroy a $5 bill, you've still destroyed currency. Well, what about if you did it in Canada? They don't care about pennies. Does it- I'm still destroying U.S. currency, and the U.S. government is still mad. If I go, if I burn 10,000 U.S. dollars <laughs> in Mexico... The U.S. government is still upset with me for burning 10000 U.S. dollars. Well, yeah, I do they want to prob- do it themselves. What's right. sad is I probably have like a dollar's worth of pennies destroyed. That am I going to get in trouble for that? The IRS is going to want to know about this on your next tax return. Um, uh, I'm Sam. 
<laughs> I like repetition, November, and often stupid internet holidays. What was that first thing you liked? Repetition. What was it? Repetition. Can you say it again? Um, repetition. Gotcha. Mm. Why did you capitalize the R and the E in repetition? Repetition. Rep of course. Repetition. I don't know why you'd cap capitalize the R. Um, it, uh, it, you know how, like, in music, they have codas that tell you when to go back to the beginning? I capitalized the R to remember to go back to the beginning of the word repetition. Okay, why is the E capitalized? Same thing. Okay. Why didn't you just capitalize it all? That's just redundant, and I'm talking about repetition. But that would make it... Re Isn't repetition kind of redundant in itself? Yeah. Uh, yes and no. Hit me with your yes and then with your no. Yes, because it's repetition. Okay. No, because redundant is a different type of repetition. Well, it's not necessarily repetition. I mean, that's different. I mean, it's... Oh, I, think, I think it's um, redundant is doing something the same time not knowing it, and repetition is doing something the same time knowing it. Well, no, redundant is just doing something that doesn't need to be done because uh, something else has already been done. Okay, that's a better yes. Yeah. But this needs to be done, the repetition. My, my presence here is redundant. There are two people that do my job and also additional jobs. <laughs> Everyone's realizing there's a, lot, there's a long <laughs> silence around the room as they're going, wow, we really could do this without Tommy. Well, I mean, you have the humor aspect. I don't know. My headphones unplugged when you were talking, so. <laughs> <laughs> do you want me to repeat it? Uh... Now nah, we're fine. Let's okay. go. I, d I just know how much you like repetition. <laughs> Damn it. Um, uh, starting off with the penultimate segment, FCC about that. Today's FCC rule we're breaking is lotteries. Because by listening to this show, you will win possibly $5 billion. Wait, so what if I listen to our no own show? Can I win $5 You can also win $5 billion. Heck yeah. Actually, considering the FCC isn't regulating us, I guess we can win our own contest. That's right. That's right, man. Um, <laughs> I win a lot of. I try to win a lot of contests. So if you call in now, you have a one in three chance of winning whatever money you give us uh, for one billion dollars. What's the number? Five 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 five. Luna. Luna. Yep, that's a repetitive phone number. Um, Which you love? There. Yes, I'm. I'm all for this segment and and repetition. And fives. Yes. What was the Luna jingle where you guys lived? For me, it was like eight, seven, seven, two, four, one. Do, 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 Wait a minute. Luna. Wait a minute. They, they have different numbers? It's different I... numbers, but it's the same jingle. What did you get? Seven, seven, three, two, oh, two. Right? Same. Isn't uh, this weird? I didn't know you oh. had a different number. I thought it all was the same. I was like, why not one giant number? I don't like that. Well, That's it's somebody funny. else ran off a jingle and like a different number, and I went, what? <laughs> <laughs> Sacrilege. You know what we should do? Yes. Is do the news. That's right. Nah. What? Nah, I'm good. Why not? Wait, it's Tommy. Let's just skip the news. Actually, one of the <laughs> when the news though has some uh, nudity. If no, it makes you feel, he doesn't better. want to know. It. No, Don't give it to him. Well, hang on, hang on. No. Yeah? I'll do nudity. Covering the news from around the world to your backyard. It is time for the news. So a lot of the news I have, like two, a couple stories are about nudity and like sexualness and then one is not so do we want to go with the not or the sexual 
Listen, if you're gonna use the sex to coerce me into the news, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask that you start with. All that. right. I want to do not. Well, oh. <laughs> we're going with this because I really want to add in. So this... why don't we go sex, not sex, sex again? We'll, yes. We'll sandwich it. Okay. So who here is a Samsung user? Yes. Oh well, you should have been using Samsung on Halloween because the scariest thing happened. Their front page had a male member on it for like several hours and what? no one knew it was what? just a giant f- member i want to keep saying member because i don't want to say penis so was there like an actual picture of an actual dick or yes. was it like a, like a cartoon drawing so it was an actual i was hoping because you just turned your you just <laughs> turned like your laptop to me and i was you know, like what are you showing you me here, Kimmy? You, <laughs> well it was on the samsung site no offense to it, No, it wasn't just on the Samsung site. It was on the Samsung members page. Ooh, That's way yes, yes, yes. funnier. Yeah. That's so much funnier. Oh, it's on the, the community page. It's like, hey, guys. Oh, well, I like how it's uh, titled on there. I hate this effing pigs. What are the effing pigs? I assume and That's what they titled it. And then there was a f- the, the phallic. And um, the phallic. I'm or phallus. I can't think of the word. I'm just trying to think of any other way, like, of saying it without saying the p word. It's a penis. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, there we go. Uh, my head cannon here. Somebody sent an unsolicited dick pic, and then the recipient posted it on the Samsung community page and was like, "This is bullshit." Yeah, and but then, it got, but it was probably on the top of the community trouble. page. Well, yeah, because people were like. This is free porn. That's true. Or people just didn't go on there. Like, there's not that many probably Samsung members who are going to be like, I should really check the community page. It today. got 999 plus views. <laughs> Shit, maybe a lot did, and they just didn't say anything. It was up for several hours. Yeah. I mean, are you gonna be a narc? Like, you get to, <laughs> you get to the community page, you see that, and go, okay, that's pretty damn funny. <laughs> You're not calling the police. You're not calling mom. No. You're letting this happen. You're, you're calling you're, your friends. You're showing mom. You're like, mom, can you believe what I just saw? Yeah, he would kind of be like, hey, look, someone posted this on the community page. Ma, it's ma, like, look at this dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice dick, Jimmy. Go back and do what you got to do. Which is interesting that they can post that. But in another story, Facebook and Instagram are banning the sexual use of the eggplant and peach emojis. Really? So you can Bastards. post your member on community sites, Those, but apparently uh, you can't use an eggplant. See, that's what they're doing because we're trying to antitrust them. They're like, you want to try and break us up? We're going to take away your dick. And butts. We can butts. We can still lie about like political campaigns on Facebook, but we, we, can't, <laughs> we can't use the eggplant emoji to mean... <laughs> Uh, the penis, as, uh, as Kimmy might what, what is to the, say. The male member. What is the, what is the peach emoji? That's the a, peach that's is a, a booty. That's a booty. That's no, a booty? Okay. Booty, which is nice, because it's always like, you know, when you call a booty peachy, like it looks so plump. Why oh. isn't there an emoji for tits? We've got one for dicks, we've got one for butts. Why isn't there one for tits? It's for back tits. Oh. Okay. Oh. Anyways, I'm mad at Facebook now, thanks. Now you are. Now, it's yes. just after everything they've done. This is where yeah. I draw the line. Come on, seriously? Like, come on, guys. Really? Not you guys, but I mean, like... I could take the Cambridge Analytica thing, but this? Yeah. Come on. I guess it's, it's qualified as suggestive elements. Oh, oh come on. Really? Blow it, blow, it out your, blow it out your peach, Facebook. Ha. 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 Yeah, what, not the eggplant? Right. 
No, no, it's blow it out your ass is I the expression. I don't want Facebook to blow it out their eggplant. That'll be... <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. But... Hey, you know, 14 minutes. You talking about dicks? Um, that's, that's a whole 14 minutes just about dicks. Oh, God. Not just about dicks. God, screw you, Facebook. If we keep going, we can make 14 minutes just about dicks. I, yeah. You know what? I bet Mark Zuckerberg still gets to use those things. He's like, fuck everyone else. I'm still using them. But we can't use them. He's got to post them on his Facebook page. Just out of spite. Yeah. Just out of spite to the rest of us. Shithead. Because he's not a benevolent god. Not like I'm agreeing with him, but I don't think I've ever used the peach or eggplant emoji on Facebook but or it's Instagram. the ability to use it you always have it now you don't have the tools in your toolbox anymore. it's about freedom taking this from us was un-american is it freedom may, of speech being taken away it is, is it I speech, may never though, if, yes if it's an emoji yes. I mean if a flag is considered freedom of speech I don't see why any of the other physical Touché, symbols that's right and they did take away the Hong Kong flag too really didn't yeah. they take away the confederate flag they've taken away a lot of flags I can't believe they took the Hong Kong one out. It was either that or Taiwan. No, those like, are two very like different China. issues. No, they're very big, very similar shoes. Are they? Hong Kong and Taiwan. I guess I didn't follow the Taiwan thing. Yeah, it's a, it's a long story. Yeah, let me pull my foot out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you were talking funny this whole time. Yeah. Any more? Well. This okay. So do you wanna, do we we could just go or I mean this other one it gets kind of dark after everything cuz it's McDonald's in Portugal that kind of got in trouble because they were advertising Sundays but they used Sunday bloody Sunday. Eh. Oh, that's not that bad. But it went with like the um whole like bloody Sunday thing that happened. Um I want to get this right. It was when British paratroopers shot demonstrators at a civil rights march in the Bogside area of Northern Ireland, or oh. Northern Ireland, in January 1972, it was they called it like a dark day. It was called uh, like the bloody uh, Sunday, bloody Sunday. Oh, that's like the U2 song. I was gonna yeah, say. Yeah, like, they also had yeah. that because it was kind of like you know they were trying to nod it to that, but it, they were like thinking of like they did realize the U2 song was about that. Yeah, they kind of. Uh, I mean, it's a fine line based in I not okay, that's not really a fine line. Um with that because, you know, it wasn't they were I don't think they were trying to refer to Bloody Sunday when this all happened, but you know, when 13 people are killed and another one like that was basically died because of his wounds later on. It kind of gets it to where you think of that in certain areas, I guess, instead of U2 songs. Because, uh, I mean, and also what made it even funny was it was like a red Sunday, like it was yeah. on there. I so, was looking at the thing and it looked like it was like a Halloween kind of theme. It was supposed well, yeah, to be. It looks yeah. a little spooky. Yeah, I think, I feel, I don't know. I I feel like it was a reference probably more to like the U2 song and they probably just didn't know the origins. Cause, yeah. Probably. I mean, honestly, if you told me yesterday that like Portuguese McDonald's apologizes to Ireland, I would never have guessed. Uh, <laughs> Like, yeah, we have no reason. We just wanted to apologize. Wouldn't to guess Ireland. the setup. No. Yeah, yeah, and I don't think anybody really thinks. No offense to Northern Ireland. Um, <laughs> back to. I mean, I never knew about this really. I 
I don't want them to start hating in friends for me saying, I don't think it's, and not saying it wasn't important, but I don't really know about that incident of Bloody Sunday. Yeah, Portugal. It's not as international. I, I've heard of it before, but like when I first saw the title of the thing, I just, I expected, I the U2 song is the first thing in my head. Yeah. yeah. Well, they, they comment because like that's where they were like kind of like, you know. I knew of, I that. knew of Bloody Sunday, but I didn't know where it was from. So, mm. yeah. But. But, I mean, it's kind of different because Sunday is spelled differently. It's S-U-N-D-A-E instead mm. of S-U-N-D-A-Y. That's okay then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah right? We're fine. <laughs> it's not talking it's about... It's a different Sunday. Day. Right? Yeah. It's a different Sunday. Oh, all right. Then we're fine. What are they freaking out about? Exactly. What a bunch of babies. <laughs> you know who's not a bunch of babies? Who's not a bunch of babies, Samuel? Free Kicks, which is now available on Thursdays at RadioMisfits.com. I'm told that everyone on Free Kicks is an adult. A very big... Big adult man. Adults who like to hang out on Thursdays and talk about soccer. Or as they might call it, football. football. That's right. Football. Uh, if you like soccer or football, yeah, thank you, uh, then you'll like Free Kicks, an Opie show, now Thursdays on the RadioMisfits.com. What day? Thursdays. Uh, one more time. What day? Thursdays. You said Thursdays? Thursdays. Gotcha. Gotcha. Samuel, can I ask how you fucked up spelling Florida this bad? Frida. Ferdinand. <laughs> Ferda. It's it's time for Ferdinand. Hi, it's Rick. And I'm Dave. From Minutia Men. And here is What's Wrong With You, Florida on And Friends. What's wrong with you, Florida? Hey, wait a second. We do this bit. So November time in the house for Ferda. Come Ferda. on. Let's go. Uh, first story I have is a Florida man jumps off his surfboard and lands on a shark. Tried to jump the shark. I'd like to see yeah. that. Yeah. I would really would. He was riding the waves on Sunday on a beach uh, when he got one. Uh, he got one good bite of reality. Uh, huh. He was surfing at about four feet of water when he jumped off his board and landed on a shark uh, off the Florida's Atlantic coast. Uh, Why did he jump off the? Can you stop farting, Tommy? Yeah. Uh, According to the rescue team, the shark bit the surfer's foot once and swam away. So he got off a little scot-free. Again, I why was... did he jump onto the shark? Uh, or jump off his board, for that matter. He must. He was surfing, so I guess he just he, he just saw a shark off. and he got scared. Ooh, when yeah. you're surfing, I don't the... see them jump off their surfboards. They don't go like, "Ooh, I'm doing really well." Jump. Well, he saw a shark and he panicked. Well, well, usually you don't go towards the shark. When you first said that he landed on the shark, I thought that he was going to surf on the shark, and I'm a, I'm a little disappointed. I'm not going to yeah. lie to you. Or rodeo him. That's why I was thinking rodeo like the cowboy shark. style. <laughs> I would have been much more impressed with either of those. Yeah. yeah. What a loser. Yeah. <laughs> Get this foot bit by a shark. Come God. on. Ugh. That's why I like the intro. He got one bite. Good bite of reality. Well, he only got minor lacerations on his left foot, so... That's a really good uh, metaphor because no one's ever used the phrase bite of reality in their lives. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there, yeah. It works in one way. That's his motto now. Getting a bite of reality. He uh, should have a reality show. <laughs> he already had a reality check. Um, <laughs> this marks the beach 12th shark bite so far this year. They have some issues there. We just came up with a great idea for a reality show. It's called Reality Check. It's a reality <laughs> show about reality shows. I haven't finished all the details. I just came up with this. Okay, by I the believe... end of the show, get all the you details know... together. So Wait, okay, I've got it. Oh, so, so it's a competition <laughs> where you compete to make the next big reality show. The, the winner 
gets it produced by NBC. Sounds like a great idea. This is a fantastic idea. Yeah. As long as it's better than The Bachelor, that's all I care about. That's a low bar. I can limbo right under it. <laughs> Not only do you get one reality show out of it, but you get two reality shows. We get a reality show every season. This is free money. Mm. Free money for NBC. Go go pitch it to them. Come and go right now. Go in the yeah. NBC tower. I'm, yeah, I'm coming to work with you guys. <laughs> Florida man couldn't let it go, arrested after having sex with stuffed frozen Olaf doll at Target. Wait, what? Who hasn't been there? Okay. I mean, why Olaf? Uh, Florida man was arrested Tuesday after he had sex with multiple stuffed animals at a local Target. Um... The Florida man of 20 years was taken Tuesday to uh, the county jail and faces criminal mischief charges. He walked into the toy aisle at 2 p.m. on a Wednesday, grabbed a stuffed Olaf doll, and proceeded to dry hump it before ejaculating on it. You know, he should have just tried with puppets. There's already a hole. This Oh, God, this description. The sentient snowman who likes warm hugs is a popular character on uh, Disney smash hit Frozen. Oh, th- well, this is just an ad for Frozen. I don't know if that was a good uh, a good addition about Olaf's character. I feel like we're victim-blaming at this point. Yeah, he wanted it. He called it for it because he wanted the hugs. He even though wanted this, hugs. This hug just got a little rubby and then warm and wet. When the uh, Florida man finished with Olaf, uh, he put it back on the shelf and then walked to a large stuffed unicorn doll, laid it on the floor, and dry-humped it as well. It just what? proves that Beanie Baby Rape is yep. a opportunity crime when he was arrested he's not con- premeditated when he was arrested he confessed to officers and said that he had done the stupid stuff and had nutted on the doll <laughs> what? imagine imagine being arrested and that's your defense you're I like did it. i nutted i did the stupid stuff I nutted on the, I nutted on olaf and they're just like man i can't argue with you but like you're going to jail for this um or at least, at least a major fine. Now those dolls will become the dolls used to explain where the pedophile touched them. I um, hope not. All, all the dolls were destroyed. <laughs> they were? Yep, they... I mean, that's probably the best so. thing because... Uh, <laughs> you can't resell a cum-drenched Olaf. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so he actually... Well, I mean, the cum would be in his pants. No, it said he ejaculated on Olaf. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's just sad. He, he ejaculated... Olaf, but if he dry Olaf. humped on the the, I mean, on the unicorn at least. I mean, at least that. One. I don't think he finished on the unicorn. I think by that point, when you're dry humping a so stuffed just... animal on the floor, I think the police are almost there. And like you know, after you do it the first time, it takes much more work the second time. <laughs> so like, there's no way the unicorn alone is going to be enough. You need at least two unicorns. I mean, he blue balled the unicorn, which is kind of rude. But... Yeah, I mean, that's really the crime here. <laughs> Imagine he would have. It was a wrong Olaf. Like he did on a different one. He just hid it in a pile, he, and then. He... You know, there's an Olaf out there with some I think on. they'll find the right Olaf. He actually, he did it on the Chinese ripoff, Olaf. Olaf. Yeah. Gotcha. No, that's the original. Don't Ooh. talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and don't, don't talk about Winnie the Pooh or Pikachu either. Oh, God. <laughs> hey, we'll be right back. This is Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. On this week's Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. Woman bumps into her dead boyfriend. The lady in red. German hash funeral, man. My brush with Adrian Ballou. And our celebrity guest, Larry Potash. All that in unlimited tangents on this week's Minutia Men. The Tony Lasano podcast and Opie production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Radio 
Misfits.com. Hey, this is Tony Lasano with Nude Hippo, the podcast, and this week I have a special guest. Her name is? Amy Records Landucker. <laughs> not Records. <laughs> Records is not your middle name. <laughs> and we'll talk about the season finale of? Transparent on Amazon Prime. And the next edition of Nude Hippo, the podcast. I am not nude, though. We don't know. <laughs> nude Hippo, the podcast. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. No, I like Lasano. And we're back. Well, we're going to end this on a lighter story. Uh, a principal in Florida said he couldn't confirm the Holocaust was a factual event, and then the school district fired him. Good. This is not the first time this has happened. Listen, I can neither confirm nor deny the existence of the Holocaust at this time. There's a lot of data, but there's no conclusive evidence right now that cigarettes, I mean Holocaust. We still haven't found the data that disproves it, you know, but it could be out there. Um, A former high school principal... Uh, sent out an email to the student's parents in April 2018 that appeared to cast doubt on the historical truth of the Holocaust. It's from 2018? Yeah. Why did he send it in an email of all things? I don't know why he sent it to all the parents. <laughs> they weren't They weren't even teaching it right there. He just sent it out and was like, hey, just so you know, I'm a Holocaust denier. <laughs> I thought you guys should just get a heads up. Uh, after par- after We're a- marching on Saturday. After a parent had emailed the school uh, to ask him how uh, the school teaches students about the Holocaust, uh, he responded, I can't say the Holocaust is a factual historical event because I'm not in a position to do so as the district employee. What if the whole time he just didn't know what the Holocaust was and he'd be like, crap, I just need to protect myself. I, I don't know if it's factual or not because I don't know. I can't find anything on it. I can't. It's- <laughs> He's been sitting here for weeks going like, that time Germany did that really bad thing. What was it called? What was it called? <laughs> Someone said something about the Holocaust. I don't have time for this. I'm trying to figure out about what the Nazis were doing. Maybe he was just trying to email Brack and brushing it off. He's just like, look, I don't want to... Silly question. Get it out of here. And everyone's like, well, you don't know what the Holocaust is? Yeah, I was like, there's a small chance this guy was just like, ask the teacher. I'm not teaching. Like, ask the teacher. Yeah. And instead, they were like, you Holocaust an hour. And he goes, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> this came out way wrong. <laughs> Why didn't they just email the teacher? Why'd they go straight to the principal? That was a weird call. Because it's the principal. You know, everyone goes right to the principal. But the thing is, the principal doesn't teach the lessons the principal just is in the office i don't think i've ever i still don't understand what the principal ever did in my school the principal is there for principal no nah, really nah. thanks you're like this guy's email yeah well here's here's the, here's the tough kicker at the end is uh when the principal uh was on vacation in jamaica that's when he heard the news about the email <laughs> now I'm actually really into the idea that this guy was just misconstrued. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's on vacation in Jamaica, and, and someone texts him, how are you going to teach about the Holocaust? And he goes, I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, fuck, I'm on vacation. Come on. <laughs> You're uh, lucky I responded to this email at all. Uh, well, you know, if there's one thing we can learn from this is... Uh, we're never going to deny the Holocaust, buy a Frozen brand toy, or go to surfing with sharks. I think the surfing with sharks, I still, you know, I might do. I wouldn't recommend it just because... Baby sharks. Baby sharks? Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't no. mind Why? Uh, They'd be cute. And if you're... You, you usually know. their parents are nearby and they, you know, most animals don't like it when you get near their children. Yeah, but sharks devour their own children. 
Yeah, but they don't want you to do it. Uh, that's true. <laughs> they, they wanna, it's like, don't take away the fun from me. That's mine. Yeah. <laughs> it's my free food. Come on. Hey, uh, if you like and friends, be sure to check out. Uh, Back to you. <laughs> be sure to check out. Uh, some of the other programs on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network, like... Back to you! <laughs> Legendary Chicago TV personalities... Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. Talk about life, travel... travel. Talk about life... Travel. Food. And a long list of things that bug them. <laughs> Plus, you never know when one of their many famous pals might stop by. You know, we should stop by. Oh, we, yeah, just crash their podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm already there, so. Well, everybody should stop by opishows.com or wherever you find podcasts. Looking for these great podcasts. Searching Radio Misfits. You'll find them all. This great podcast, and yes. What do I have to search? Radio Misfits. What's that? Uh, it'll be Radio Misfits. What's the show I'm looking for? Uh, all of them. This fine show, what was the uh, Back to You, Free I- Kicks. The only one that actually turns up when you search Radio Misfits is Lasano and Friends. I'm pretty sure this is a marketing ploy on Tony's, on Tony's <laughs> yeah. point. Uh, but the others supposedly should be showing up. That's right. You take one haunting. Or one ghost. Add in a Kimmy. And she provides you with paranormal stories. Introducing me, I feel like I'm talking to myself in a third person. <laughs> Have you guys ever seen like the Conjuring house? Yeah, not the house. Not the house. I've the Conjuring. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah, unless you want to go visit it. But you guys have watched the original Conjuring. Yes. No. It, no. Mm. Oh, you should. Oh. You may want to check it out. It's pretty cool. It's all about a family that kind of gets in oh. the show. It's about a family that ha- moves into this house. It's like a farmhouse, and then they have like this demonic presence that's like very evil. It's like a lady and. Basically tries to take over mom and make the mom kill like her kids. It's all like all and about demonic. Too position. stupid to leave. Yes. Well, they can't leave because it's attached to them. Like not only is it the house, it's attached to the family. Now it gets to the point where it possesses the mom, and then it's like the mom is basically possessed by her and makes her them do stuff. Also, they can't afford to leave because for some reason this is an older time where they have like five kids, so they can't afford anything. He's a trucker. That's why you should never have more than two. I, in my role, just don't have any. I don't I, want kids. Just but. get one house. It's fine. Well, don't get a house that you found because it was up at, for auction without knowing the history. That's, yeah. I mean, there's plenty of nice houses up for auction. Let's not, let's not shit on the housing market. Uh, mm, well. At house, you don't shit on housing market. Housing market shit on you. I just don't want to be shit on. How about that? <laughs> Um, I didn't have a bit. So what happened with the Conjuring house? Okay, well, now that we've talked about the Conjuring, it's in a, it's going to connect. Do you guys know about the show Ghost Adventures? Yes. Yeah. Had, with Zach Baggins? <laughs> yeah. The guy who always yeah. feels things spooky and, you know. Well, He's they just a spooky character. They are they made a documentary that came out actually on Halloween about the house. Oh. They actually went to the actual house itself, which it actually had not had any like cameras inside of it for about like 15 years like no cameras were allowed to be in the house for like 15 years no why because there is actually a house there's like a family that still kind of lives there but like things still happen like because of its history yeah i know you're shocked hearing the fact that people still actually live there i'm shocked at hearing the fact that people had to be told not to record the home that people are currently living in well that's just rude (laughs) what somebody's gonna come to your apartment just be in there recording 
Exactly. That's that, that's just common sense how fucking rude that is. Why well, do I need to sign to do this? A contract that says you can't. Can't you just generally not? Well, I don't think many people just go to the house and be like, hey, can I just go in here and record? Are you saying it's rude that someone asked to go and record or that it's rude that they didn't let them record? It's rude that people would just show up and try to record okay. in your home. Well, and apparently Zach said that this house made him really sick and it did not recover. And it took him like three weeks to recover more than that three? from it. More than three weeks. Wow. Because it took everything out of him. His body wasn't functioning right. His balance was off. He's basically saying that this place is haunted by something very ancient. So, you know, maybe not exactly like the movie. Because if this house has still been in the family for like eight generations, which is interesting because a family that still lives there was saying that they've had like strange things happen. Like eight generations have been there, but it's been like a number of them have died mysteriously or suspiciously from like strange drownings, murders or suicides. Like basically the house itself is murder movie gold, but like murder movie gold. Murder movie gold. I like that this guy's like, I didn't recover for weeks. My balance was off. Like a ghost followed him home and was trying to tip him over. Yeah. It just kept poking him with a stick. Yeah. But eight generations have lived in this house. Wouldn't you just think, get the hell out? Also, it kind of disproves the whole idea that the house is haunted because eight generations have lived in that house. Yeah. And, and, you know, life happens. You know, normal. sometimes you could yeah. drown. Sometimes you people commit suicide. Not saying that that should be normalized. But well, yeah, some, eight generations, something just happens. Great fall depression. in the bathtub. It just happens. Exactly. But he thinks that this is, Toast like, is iconic and everything, and that there was a lot of eventful things that happened. Now I really want to watch it just because I want to see what it's going to be all about, but... It's going to be about how... Whoa! Got a cold chill. (laughs) There was a light. Did you guys feel that? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I did. Felt it. It's the biggest game of yes and. Yeah. It's a a wild improv game where no one's good at improv, and you're going to see the family who lives there in the background going like, Jesus Christ, get out. Well, no, they, the production company paid for them to, you know, have a hotel for a couple of days. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't think they would want to have them there to ruin their investigation because they'd be like, yeah, I don't feel anything. Well, you have to have the house completely empty because, you know, all the equipment they set up to make ghost noises kind of yeah. takes up a lot of space. Yeah. To be entirely fair, though, too, don't you just know that whoever lives in that house is the most insufferable couple in the planet. Oh my god. I'm just like, we bought this house because it's haunted. Like, oh, shut up. You paid way too much money for a dingy old house that you're not going to renovate because it's, it's going to look like shit and have mold everywhere forever because you're going to be like, it's haunted. There was recently, <laughs> oh god, I can't forget which horror movie house it was. It was like a house based on it. And they bought it because they knew it was haunted. And then literally like, oh, few months later they were selling it because they're like it's too haunted it's like really holy shit it really is it haunted. Really is? <laughs> wow i bought a haunted house it's haunted what it's probably just for scaring themselves to death where they were like i can't sleep because they it's need a they're, haunted. they're the thrill-seeking couple exactly yeah that's like when uh, apparently zach bought that one house that was a uh, the portal to hell you guys remember that it was this house that w- apparently the basement was like the portal to hell oh and it was like so demonic, and he. Where was, was this located? I forgot. I think <laughs> it was in like North Wisconsin? Carolina. Yeah, it's like North like, Carolina or something like that. Why would that be? <laughs> we came up with the concept of hell so many centuries before anyone lived in North Carolina. I'm gonna figure out exactly which house the it is. The portal to hell. It's called the gates of hell. 
It's called the Gates of. It's a demon no. house. It's in Indiana. Oh Indiana. I mean, that already is, you know, hell. So apparently, you know, yeah, the demon fair. house. <laughs> but yeah, so if you want more Zach, you guys could watch that and find out to see if The Conjuring holds up. I still, you know, movie magic. What do I do life. if I want less Zach? Um, you just hope that one of the d- these days he gets so sick he just stops doing things. You Maybe his up- balance will get so thrown off he'll just fall over. Well, yeah. you, you hold up Stay your down. finger to the TV screen and just block him out during the show. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, but then you still have his other like crew people in there that are like, "Whoa, man!" Yeah, but Whoa. you have to you have to give them at least a little support. I mean, they're hanging around this dude who's just insane. Money talks, man. Mm-hmm. Money does. talks. I mean, how much would you get paid to say that something is haunted, or like to, you know, just be like, pretend that you feel a cold chill, and I'll give you like. Certain amount of money. You could pay me six bucks and I'd do that. You're so cheap. I'm so cheap. <laughs> I value myself for my actual profession, but for other people's profession, I'll do it on Fiverr. <laughs> yeah. And uh, how much would it cost for you there, Samuel? So my industry's going under. Uh, to be ghost ridden? Basically to be paid to say uh, there's ghosts. 30 bucks an hour. Hmm. At least you have at least some more decency. Yeah. But how many hours are you working, you know? Oh, if I'm working all the time. Well, I mean, just for... If I'm on camera, 30 bucks an hour, I could lump something up into about $2,000. Okay. All right. And all to say that ghosts are real. Huh? In what span? Depends on how long the shoot is. You've You've got an hourly rate and a lump sum total, but you don't... Well, look. If it's like if it's like an eight week shoot, I'm gonna do the hourly rate, right? If okay. it's like if it's like a two week shoot, just do the lump sum. You approve of my? You approve? I, of ju- my... I just wanted a timetable. <laughs> well, you know what has a timetable? History, and that's why we're going into next uh, next week today. It is, it is time, time for, for next, next week today. All right, starting on November. Th- well, we all know what you know. We look into history next week. Um, see what happened yesterday, but a long yesterday ago, but next week. Um, and we're going to start with November 13th, where interstate buses segregation. Yeah, that was ruled unconstitutional. Let's give a round of applause for that. Woo. That's right. It, it all started with Rosa Parks. She didn't want to park her bus. Damn it. I had a great line and I just butchered it. Try I believe again. she was parked. <laughs> I was trying to... She said she didn't want to park her butt in the back of the bus. Yes. Well, she was parked up front. Yeah, well, because she wouldn't move. Right. She, she, yeah, that was the thing, yeah. was she wouldn't move. Yeah. Yeah. But she didn't want to. Even when they told her, she's like, no. Yeah, but like she was parked. Yeah. yeah. Right? This is because like she wouldn't move. So it's, this yeah, is better. Yeah, but that means that she doesn't. Uh, mine was a pun. Just let me do Mine's my pun. Mine's a pun. No. They're both puns. It's the same pun. Yeah, but I wanted to do mine. You could do yours. Just let mine also live. I, I'm giving you use use mine as your own because it's better. Oh my oh god! No, because I came up with mine. She came up with her own pun. That's Thank why you. Why it's not good? Oh my god! See, this is why it's so hard to do this because you just always don't like my jokes. You said <sighs> I bring the comedy. Use that. <laughs> uh, in 1970- I don't want to use it. In 1971, the first man-made object to orbit another planet happened. We orbited Mars. We did. We d- yes. This podcast right here orbited Mars in 1971. That's pretty early. 
the, uh, in, in 1943, uh, there was an attempt to assassinate the U.S. president. In 1943, uh, a boat accidentally fired a torpedo at another boat that Franklin Delano Roosevelt was on. It's boat-on-boat boat crime. Yeah. The Iowa was the one that the uh, president was on, was narrowly uh, avoided the torpedo. They thought it was a submarine. In, 19, in uh, 1969, on November 14th, Apollo 12 happened. That's the second successful manned mission on the moon. I'm surprised how quickly it happened after the first one. Well, almost... We had to get as much done in 1969 as we could. Yeah, but this was in November 14th, and the first one was in, like in August. Really? Yeah. Why didn't they just call it Apollo 2 instead of Apollo 12? Because there were... Ten Apollos before Apollo Eleven. Yes. There yeah, but it's like the Apollos. second attempt, so it's just kind of like a weird. No, thing. it was the twelfth attempt. Yeah, there were there were. But multiple if it's the actual, other... the successful one to be like land. Yeah, but right. The... But it was about the mission to the moon was each Apollo. It wasn't about landing on the moon. Like that was the end goal. Apollo Eleven was the first one to make it all the way there. Yes. I guess. What do you mean you guess? It's the whole mission program. It was called the Apollo program. Well, at the same time, it's like the second Apollo. It's not. No, like, it's not. Apollo uh, 2 that, was the, the second moon, Apollo. Though. No, it's like the Saturn program, you know, or the Mars program. It's They have different names. Why would we call this episode three? Because it's the third episode that's good. We don't call it episode three, though. Exactly. It's <laughs> like they don't call this Apollo 2 because it doesn't make any sense. Well, then they should call it Moon at 12. If that's moon? What, that's that what you're going based off of. That's what you're basing it off of. That's what you're basing it off of. <laughs> well, that's with it your example. It is the mission in the with Apollo your example. program. All right, guys. Guys. It happened in 1969. It's the best not year. happening. Yes. I agree. I'm sorry. The second best year. The best year was 69. What? This is 69. No, the best year was 696. Oh, like AD, the six, year 69 yeah. AD. Yeah. Yeah. 69, yeah. The best year was 696. Not 420? That's good, but it doesn't beat 696. It is the superior internet funny number. Mm. <laughs> uh, in 1960, on November 14th, school segregation was enacted. Not as much of a win as the Rosa Parks thing. No. Mm-mm. No. Wait, that's four years after, after yeah, the bus. Four thing. years what? after it, yeah. I always assumed that was in the other order. Oh, nope, sorry. First day of court ordered school integration in New oh, Orleans. Oh, that's much better. Yes. Okay, yeah. Much more a win. I was like, how yeah. did that happen? <laughs> uh, the the title for it was misleading. Um and in eighteen forty, Claude de Monet was born. You know, the painter? Yeah. Yeah. Monet. Mm-hmm. Count de Monet. Money. Count de Monet. Uh, on November 15th in 1995, uh, oh, uh, Clinton Lewinsky affair happened. The first sexual encounter. Monica, Lewins- not Monica Lewinsky lifts her jacket and shows U.S. President Bill Clinton the straps of her thong underwear and they kiss. Later that evening, they have another sexual encounter during which Clinton takes a call from a member of Congress. It was mostly weird that this all happened on Letterman. <laughs> I will say the thing that got the most out of Bill Clinton doing this and the whole Monica Lewinsky thing was any song I downloaded, it always said his audio of saying, I did not have sexual relations with that woman. In 1969, on November 15th, David Thomas opens the first Wendy's hamburger restaurant. It's Dave. Oh, Dave. Uh, David. Dave. 
1950. You don't call him Thomas Hanks, right? I mean, come on, it's weird. I would call him Thomas Hanks. I would call him Sir Thomas Hanks. He, first of all, I don't think he's knighted. <laughs> I think he's well knighted. He spent many a night sleepless. I feel like Tom Hanks sleeps like a baby. What does he have to feel bad or guilty about? Because he's uh, leaving, just too delightful. Uh, leaving his wife, or his wife leaving him. I forgot how how the story goes. Where did he leave her? Well, he she, he she was still in there? Seattle. You know, he couldn't sleep there. Oh, mm. okay. He was with his kid. See, I was missing a reference this whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, never. I never. I never saw sleepless in Seattle. I'm sorry. This is on me. Yeah. I've let you all down. Anyways, uh, on November 15th in 1950, the first uh, African-American to play pro hockey started playing. How did that happen before Rosa Parks? Uh, That's fascinating. Yeah. On November 16th, uh, LSD was invented in 1938. Let's give a round of applause for LSD. Was this the... That's right. We didn't create this one for Project Ultra. This was just... No, a Swiss chemist created it. Albert Hoffman and Arthur Stoll. Why did he create it? Um, they were trying can. to create a respiratory and circulatory stimulant that had no effect on the uterus. What the... Quick, name one effect LSD has on your uterus. You can't. They succeeded. <laughs> <laughs> well, I haven't tried it yet, so next time I try it, if I ever do, I'll let you know what it has, effects it has on my uterus. I uh, haven't tried it, but next time I try it... It had no, it had no effect. <laughs> Back cover. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, in 19... In 19 it, on November 16th in 1793, uh, during the French Revolution, they had mass drownings of priests. Nightly Catholic, uh, 90 Catholic priests suspected of being royalist supporters are thrown into the Lyon River at Nantes, France. Three were rescued, only to be drowned the following day. That's got a bite. Mm. I mean, like, drowning in general sucks, but being saved from drowning only to then be drowned anyway really has to suck. Yeah, and it's cold, too, so it, it does bite. It's a little nippy. Ouch. Yeah. Uh, 1965, first man-made object to strike another planet, the Soviet Verna 3. He said, take that, Venus. Yeah, hit Venus. It's also Venera. You yes. said, like, Verna. Venera. Yeah. It's like a disease. Verda. Uh, n- uh, November 17th. Uh, in 1973, the three, uh, the five famous words were said, I am not a crook, by Richard Nixon. And yet, it would seem he may have been. Yes. In 1992, NBC was found to be a crook, spreading fake news. Uh, on NBC's Dateline, they aired a segment showing a GM truck exploding during a car crash test, not disclosing that they had used an explosive <laughs> device to ensure the explosion. They packed a truck with C4 and went, look. <laughs> um, I like that they're just playing, like, Andrew WK's Destroy, Build, Destroy oh my on God. the news. And they're just like, oh, my God, this is a dangerous world we live in. How fun was that guy's day, though? The Andrew one who WK? got to just pack a truck with explosives. Oh, yeah, right? I mean, first, yeah, Andrew WK. Like, how fun was his life for that for that period of time? I hope it was as fun as it looked. I mean, I hope that guy didn't get hurt for, you know, packing the truck full of explosives. You know, he was just having fun, doing his job. He's probably fine. Oh, yeah. Um, on November 17th, they packed another thing full. Uh, in 1869, they packed another thing full of explosives, the Suez Canal. 
which was opened. It cut and the trip from London to Bombay almost in half. Would become a major point of contention during World War One as things heated up between the British Empire and the Ottoman Empire. That's very true. Mm-hmm. And a major point of contention in the 1950s as it was occupied by Egyptian nationalists. And... It's becoming an interesting point right now on And Friends. That's right. Tune in. Uh, it's an Opie show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. I mean, if they're listening, they're already tuning in. Just they have to find it again somehow. Oh, man. We're going to do music without music right now. Since legally we can't play the songs, we have music without music. Music without music? This is music without music. I've got to bring in a song today. Um, and the song I brought in um, is called Ghost Town because I watched a YouTube video about this band and the song. Uh, it's called it's by the Specials. So we'll count you down. Oh well, I guess we won't have to count down. Um, you still count down. Yeah, we'll, we'll count, count down. down um, and you'll also hear a little bit of the song, and then it will go away because our lawyers are staring at us during this segment every time. So um, if you wanna if you wanna play the home game, uh, make sure you follow down with my countdown. Uh, we are on the YouTube video, The Specials Hyphen Ghost Town, uh, uploaded by Tess74. Thank you, Tess. And three, two, one, now. It's spooky. Why didn't we do this last week? I wish I'd known. I would have seeded my episode for such a spooky. I mean, it is called Ghost Town. It is yeah. called Ghost Town. But I, mean, I, I really know. like the little drum that's kind of going on. Yeah. I don't know if they like oh, beachy almost. Yeah, it's it like made me the... think of like the uh, snakes a little bit because like oh. had like a little feel of the snake charmers. That's what it's called. Yeah. right there, right there. You get the snake charmer feel. It does mm-hmm. have kind of kind of like that Arabic tune. Yeah. Ooh, we got like a. What's that called? That? What's like it's a synthesizer. Synth- yeah. yeah, synthesizer. Not many people use them. Everyone a lot uses, of people use everyone uses them all the time now. Yeah, yeah. since they're, they're just popular. different. They're different what they used just, to. Yeah, be. I was gonna say like from what they used to sound like though. Yeah. Well, you can make a synth sound like anything you want. You just you know you make a. Yeah, but you just they were make just, a list of samples and they go were, like this key does that sample. They were just new in the eighties. Yeah. So it's like Ableton launch pads. You can just set up as many things. Oh, as you yeah. Can they of. they got whole packages online that you can buy. Um, See, but those are like the techno technical ones where you have the apps now. Surprisingly enough, uh, even movie studios use them. Like really? a lot of scores that you hear in movies are synthesized. Just a guy slightly off camera. Yeah. I feel like this is like that horror movie, like you're walking through something and you have like weird sounds and voices coming around you. It feels like not an actual horror movie, but something more in the vein of like... Scooby-Doo Some in my mind. y like yeah. a Nightmare Before Christmas almost kind mm. of vibe. Makes me think of like a spooky house where it's not really spooky, but it's also spooky. It's like ghost and Halloween-ish themed, but not like actually frightening. Yeah, like yeah. it sounds like a maraca sounding almost with it. So it made you think of like funness. Not fully probably maracas, but it has that like fun feeling where it's not like... Scary. Well, it's got that bop to it still, yeah. which I think is what brings it up a little lighter tone. Yeah. Still makes me think I could hear this in like Scooby Doo. Like was, the old school Scooby Doo. It was made after Scooby Doo. I don't see this yeah. as, I don't see Scooby Doo as using ska. Yeah. I can hear with the. Well, I can mm, think a little I bit. I can think Scooby Doo would probably use a little There's so ska. many different Scooby Doo's. Maybe later. Some that does. Not, not, not the OG. No. Well, they weren't as blatant about it in the OG. Yeah. 
You know the difference between a moose and a ska band? What? A uh, moose has horns in the front and an asshole in the back. <laughs> uh, well, they were the founders of second wave ska. Two really? Tone, two-tone ska. Because, two-tone yeah. second wave ska. Well, yeah, because it was all like interracial. They were pushing that whole movement, you know? That's cool. Really looking forward to it. Yeah. You can't tell through their music, though. <laughs> Mm-mm. Not this song at least. No, they split up mean? after this. Oh. oh, really? Yeah, last song. So the wow. ghost town makes some split up. Apparently, during the recording sessions, they weren't like talking to each other at all. Well, Ouch. they don't really have many singing going on. You have the high pitched women, and then this. It's actually it's actually just them. It's not not women. Oh, it's all men. Yeah. Oh, all the, men. The, the, the one that sounds like, like first really of high. all, Kimmy, gender doesn't have a voice. So you can shut it. But bam. That was queued up with the end of the song for those who were not kind listening. Kind of. There's still a siren going on. There it goes. Yeah. So what do you think? I, I liked it. Kind of yeah. felt like um kind of felt like a villain was being introduced. Yeah. And they were setting up for their big solo. I was told to shut up, so I'm shutting up. Who said shut well, up? Well, you know what? You disrespected the trans community. Oh, my God. It was nothing to do with them in any way. Ugh. This episode was brought to you by Stitcher, where you can listen, rate, and subscribe, and friends. Well, we're not... It was it was bolded. We're not sponsored by Stitcher. We can be. Um, Apple Podcasts, <laughs> Subsponsor, Spotify, iHeart, Google Play, and TuneIn. Just search for Radio Misfits. This episode brought to you by the letter F. F for Fritos. The number is six and nine. Uh, we are also, if you search and friends uh, on the Apple store, on you the search App Radio store, Misfits. If you search Radio Misfits. This if you search Radio Misfits on Stitcher, we will be the first result. We have beaten out Minutia Men. We have defeated Geek Counter Geek. That's right. We have defeated EMS Catuli and Caffeinated Comics. There are a lot of shows in this network. I didn't know. Yeah, that. it's a podcast network. Well, you know, it's all it's all special thanks to our executive producer Tony Lasano on OpiShows.com. Opi, which is hippo spelled backwards. O p p i h shows.com. Not only thanks to him, also thanks to our distributor Ed Silla, Radio Misfits. Because uh, Great Talk Radio isn't dead. Just moved to a better place. Guess where it is? Guess. Opishows.com. Close. It's radiomisfits.com. Oh. But good plug. Thank you. Uh, all right. Well, if you made it this far, thanks. It's a miracle we did. <sighs> Give me any last words? Nope. Oh. The proceeding was a presentation of Opie Productions. Find our other shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? Lasano and Friends. I do this podcast. Really? Yeah, you should listen to it. What's it called? Well, Lasano and Friends. Lasano and Friends or Lasano and Friends? No, it's Lasano. It's totally different. Oh, yeah. Go yeah. crap. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. It'd be nice if Tony were actually here today for this uh, promo we're doing. No, I think a promo stands on its own better when the star of the show is not in it whatsoever. Wow. Are we friends with each other or just Tony? I'm friends on Facebook. Yeah, we're hey, friends hey, hey, on hey, Facebook. Quite, quite, quite. Well, yeah. Lasano and Friends. Great talk radio isn't dead.
it just moved to a better place. So is this really a promo? How long are we going? <laughs> Radiomisfits.com. Coming up on the next episode of the Car Guys Report, Informed Automotive, we sit down and have a wide-ranging talk with author, journalist, and producer Matt Avery. I'm Mark Vernon. Join me and Luke Costable for part one of this very special episode of the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. I'm thinking about listening to Free Kicks. Rick Kempfer, Adam... Okay, you've got Kempfer written down, but you don't have... <laughs> it's Howarth. Okay. <laughs> I, yeah, because be I, I, was, I was really glad that yeah, I would have said the same thing. Like, what? Howarth? I was going to say, like, Howarth? I don't know. It looks wrong. He spelled Howard wrong, so don't, don't yell at me. Um... <laughs> It's how this is the promo now instead. Just instead of the actual one, yeah, I'm thinking about listening to Free Kicks. Nah, I just sound more sure about it. On this week's Free Kicks with Adam and Rick, we're gonna get you away from the Bears game because you know, let's face it, the Bears are not very good anymore. But what is good, Adam? I tell you, the English Premier League. We've yeah. got a fantastic match this weekend. It's the two best teams in the Premier League playing against each other. We're going to talk about it. Liverpool versus Man City at Anfield. Great atmosphere. It's going to be tremendous. Yeah, all that and unlimited discussions of this great game of football slash soccer on Free Kicks with Adam and Rick. 